Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Get over to Leon Tailoring for that young person who graduated. Congratulations, by the way. And make sure they've got the clothes for that big job interview. Hey, the economy may be good, but you still got to dress for success. And Leon Tailoring, they can help your young person do that with a professional wardrobe and attire that they need. And so all those years of college and getting a degree do not go to waste. So Leon Tailoring, the perfect place to get your young professional off to that start in the world of work. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Well, good morning, everyone, and thank you, members of the media from all corners of the state, for joining us today. This is a joyous day for us at the Indiana Chamber of Commerce. I'm Kevin Brinegar, and I serve as president and CEO of the Indiana Chamber of Commerce. Joining me is Jason Beers, vice president of education and workforce policy, and Todd Hurst, executive director of the Institute for Workforce Excellence. Before we tell you more about the Talent Resource Navigator and take you through the site, I want to spend a few minutes talking about why this new tool is so needed. First off, let's look at where the state is in relation to a skilled workforce. In the race, to develop, in, progress. In the race to develop and establish a well-skilled, well-educated workforce for the jobs of today and tomorrow, Indiana is far behind its competitor states. Consider this chart, which shows the percentage of high school graduates going to college as a percentage of our overall uh, state population. It shows that we rank 35th out of the 50 states and are considerably behind the US average at 5.38%. The next chart is perhaps the most important and things that we have focused on as well as our Commission for Education and the Lumina Foundation. And that is the percentage of our state adult population with at least an associate's degree or a high quality credential. And that is critically important because the jobs of today and tomorrow overwhelmingly require training, education, and degrees beyond high school. And while we've made considerable progress in this area over the last 10 years, unfortunately, so have other states, and we still rank 37th among the 50 states. And this is something that could be holding us back if we don't make significant progress in the coming years. Improving K-12 outcomes for students of all races and income levels and greatly elevating the post-secondary attainment levels of Indiana's adult workforce are the most significant challenges facing our state. Indiana needs a stronger and deeper talent pool to support the great business climate that has been created over the past 20 years. Case in point, currently there are twice as many job openings in Indiana as there are job seekers, and our workforce participation rate below, remains below pre-pandemic levels. The only way Indiana is going to reach its economic potential and compete effectively in this talent-driven economy is to lift up the educational attainment and workforce skills of its citizenry. The Indiana Chamber is currently developing a policy priority list that we hope will serve as the basis for meaningful legislation in 2023. But we also believe that Talent Resource Navigator will play an important role in this effort and be a game changer for employers and individuals. There are so many quality education and training resources available in Indiana 
that it can be tough to know what is the most relevant and where to go for that information for a particular user may need. That fueled the idea for the Talent Resource Navigator, which makes finding your education and training needs much easier by putting local, state, and state information at your fingertips and all in one place. In addition, the Navigator is supported by human consultants to assist users find what they need as efficiently as possible. The Navigator is managed by the Indiana Chamber's charitable nonprofit, the Institute for Workforce Excellence, which is dedicated to helping employers attract, develop, and retain high-skilled, productive talent in Indiana. I'd like to now turn things over to Todd Hurst, Executive Director of the Institute for Workforce Excellence, to present the Talent Resource Navigator to you. Thanks, Kevin. I'm excited to be with you all this morning and to uh, officially launch the Talent Resource Navigator today. As Kevin noted, this project is really born out of the realization that in many ways, we are extremely fortunate as a state. Over the course of the last decade, many fantastic programs addressing uh, talent and workforce development have been created. Be it state programs that support training through incentives and funding, regional, local nonprofits helping employers and community partners address talent needs, or educational institutions that are creating a highly qualified workforce. There is a lot happening across the state is in the midst of all these programs and partners, it can be difficult as an individual or an employer to understand what I'm eligible for, where to find it, and how to move forward with those programs to really impact my community. The Talent Resource Navigator is a web-based application that aims to collect and organize the broad range of talent development programs and partners across the state. We have tailored the experience for individuals and employers to quickly, efficiently, find resources that can immediately address their needs, such as career coaching or state-funded programs that can be utilized to launch new programs. Additionally, as Kevin noted, we have de staff dedicated to answer questions about talent programming and to facilitate a warm handoff to providers to ensure that users within the system get the results they are looking for. We have also built in functionality to enable the training providers and the resource providers across the state to own their own resources within the site, which gives them the ability to draft new resources, monitor activity related to their own resources that have already been created, or promote special programs. While the Institute team has pre-populated the Navigator with over 500 resources as of today, we encourage all training and education providers to either claim or create their own resources and tools so that they can effectively use the platform to communicate with end users. Today, I will provide a high level overview of what the site looks like. But in coming weeks, our team will be hosting a series of webinars and training events to teach individuals across the state how to utilize the site to create new resources or how to work with others to coach them and how to find the resources that are relevant to them or to find the, uh, the training providers that can help them address their needs. Finally, before I do the, the walkthrough, I want to also share that we have created within the site a Spanish language functionality. Our team has worked with organizations and programs across the state that serve Spanish language speakers and have begun to categorize resources that specifically serve this community. This is a feature that will continue to grow and evolve as the tool is developed and we look forward to, in time, adding new languages and adding new functionality within the system to address that need too. 
So with that, I'm going to share my screen really quickly and provide a high level walkthrough of the site and the, the functionality that's available on day one. So as you'll see, as you visit talentresourcenavigator.com, the entry page uh, greets you with three key audiences that the, the site serves, individuals, employers, and providers. There are a couple other key things I wanna point out on this page as well. Along the top, there are some links that can take you to information that may be useful to given audiences. The quickest and easiest way to get into the system and look at the full breadth of resources is to click on the resources tab at the top. This will take you to the 543 resources we have identified today. I wanna pause there for a quick second. We have 543 that our team has worked with community partners, education providers, state programming to identify at launch. We believe that there are well over a thousand resources that exist out there uh, that we have begun to identify and we think would be useful within this pl platform. Again, calling forth the need for having a platform like this. These are a lot of programs. It's difficult to understand uh, what all of these do and the different audiences they serve. And so we look forward to, to continuing to add more and grow this as more users come into the system and begin to articulate their own programs. But again, on this page, this functions almost like a clearinghouse of resources that exist across the state of Indiana. One of the, the key functionalities within the system is we know that people will come to the site and not know exactly what they're looking for. They know what their challenges are, but how to actually find the resources that meet their challenges may be difficult. Therefore, we have embedded within this, not just the resources, but key tags associated with each resource. So if you're looking for a resource that's a program serving businesses in the manufacturing industry, that list of resources of 543 go down to 33 that are offering programs and um, uh, resources across the state to address that particular need. The second way to engage with information on the site is through these pre-populated fields. So as an individual, if I'm only interested in resources that are relevant to an individual, I can start here, which we have also uh, delineated in key topics. So if I'm an individual that just doesn't know where to start in finding a career coach or career guidance resources across the state, we predefined those for you so that you can quickly figure out where to turn across the state and our team can help make a connection so that you get the services you need. Same with, uh, training opportunities. If there's funding available to support an individual accessing and participating in training, we can, uh, we can connect you to those opportunities so that you get the, the training necessary to advance your career. Then finally, you can look at all resources that are relevant to the uh, individual population. I'll come back to the personalized support in just a second. Same with employers. Uh, we've Really, really define this in a couple of ways so that employers, we know across the state that there are several incentives and programs to support individuals and in bringing training and talent development in-house, whether that's the impact opportunity, the work opportunity tax credit, earn Indiana, voc rehab, uh, the employer training grants, skills enhancement fund. We outline all of these in a single place with key descriptions of what these programs are so that employers can go to a single site, find the information and begin a plan for moving forward to access some of those opportunities. Finally, 
from the key or the front page. You can also search by keyword. So if I were to search for the Indiana Chamber, for instance, you can bring up that resource immediately. As a non-logged in user, you can review the entire site, find information about what this particular resource offers, and see some of the key impacts that the organization has. In addition, as I mentioned, you can also connect with a member of our team. And this questions about this resource exists on every single resource, but also on the homepage as well, where an individual, an organization can set up a, a time to talk one-on-one -on -one with a member of our team about what they are looking for, the challenges that they're encountering, or just simply send an email to a member of our team. And we can help address some of their challenges and or make a warm connection to the provider that they're interested in connecting with so that they get that one-on-one -on -one support in a more meaningful way. This is at a high level where the site is today. I think one of the more exciting things about the site is we see tons of opportunities in the future to continue to evolve and develop the platform. As more users come into the system, the Algorithm for populating of resources, what pops to the top will continue to evolve. We also have begun conversations with many uh, partners across the state, whether they're regional, local nonprofits, state partners around how we might be able to continue to evolve this platform to meet emerging needs. We're excited about that functionality in the future, but we're also really excited about where the site stands today and think to Kevin's point, it addresses a need that currently is unaddressed in the market. With that, I'm going to stop sharing my screen and turn it over to Jason Beers to, to wrap things up. Thank you, Todd, for that helpful walkthrough. And before we open up to any questions you might have, just want to put this effort in a bit of context for um, other things that we have in the works through that nonprofit subsidiary that Kevin mentioned at the outset, the Institute for Workforce Excellence. We're working across three interrelated streams of work, partnerships, programming, and policy and practice. Let me tell you a little bit about what we mean in each of those areas. So we're actively forming partnerships at the state and regional level with a variety of partners across business, community, education, government to really strengthen those connections and, and strengthen both the partnerships and collaboration between those entities, but also the feedback loop in terms of what's working and what's not working. Everything from local workforce boards to college universities, regional chambers, and the variety of um, nonprofit talent intermediate organizations working across the street, including the Indiana Talent Network. Um, secondly, we've programming, which is really all about helping Hoosiers better navigate the ever-expanding wealth of talent programming across Indiana. We've spent the bulk of our time today talking about a new resource in that regard, the Talent Resource Navigator. But we also support Work and Learn Indiana, which is the state's largest matching marketplace of work and learn, internships, apprenticeship, and related opportunities for employers and individuals. And then last but not least, policy and practice. Um, we want to make sure that we're doing our part to inform workforce policy and um, the practices on the ground with relevant research and consumer surveys that, again, can strengthen that feedback, feedback loop between Indiana's public and private sectors. Um, lastly, we'd be remiss if we didn't take a moment to thank our partners, the Lilly Endowment, who provided generous support that's made not only the Talent Resource Navigator possible, but a wide variety of other contributions um, across Indiana that really span Indiana's full education and workforce continuum. So uh, we remain grateful for their partnership and for the partnerships of the many entities 
entities um, on the ground across the state that are going to help make this navigator tool really live and breathe and serve the purpose that we think it can do in terms of connecting dots between individuals and organizations that have specific talent needs and those organizations and programs and providers that are best suited to meet their needs. Um, and with that, we'd be happy to entertain any questions you all might have. Thank you very much for your time and attention today. Yes, if you have a question, just please say so in the chat feature and unmute yourself and ask the question. Um, hi, my name is Leslie. I'm a reporter with the Indiana Capitol Chronicle. Um, I've got kind of two questions. First, um, if you mentioned that uh, this was filling in a niche that hasn't yet been filled, I'm curious if you could further describe like how it's different from some resources the state already has, like on the DWD website, for example. Um, and second, uh, I guess like what the marketing plan is so that people actually are able to find this resource and know about it. Yeah, so I can take the, the first one um, and then I may tag team with Rebecca a little bit on the second one. Uh, so. Yes, yeah, so the, the state has some really fantastic resources on their website to address similar uh, needs that collect typically what's happening in an individual institution. So Department of Workforce Development has some fantastic resources that uh, we partner with them in a lot of ways to help make sure that we're in alignment with what we're sharing. There is no single resources or resource that branches out into what's happening in the nonprofit space, the community development space, the educational space, and the state government space. Furthermore, uh, thinking logically about how we categorize those programs and really assigning uh, key programmatic features to those through tags so that you can very quickly narrow down by all programs that serve manufacturing or construction or IT is a, a really uh, unique and novel feature that we think addresses a challenge for someone who doesn't really even understand what's available to them or what's out there. They don't know exactly what they're looking for, but they know where their pain points are. Um, this eases that process. I think the last thing I would share here is that we are very clear with all of our partners across the state that we don't see this as replacing anything. It's another tool in our tool belt, if you will, for how we address workforce and talent development. And our team is in many ways helping connect people rather than uh, addressing individual challenges or developing programs on our own. And so uh, there are definitely scenarios where we will be connecting with the team at Department of Workforce Development, the Workforce Development Boards, um, local nonprofits to hand off uh, individuals who come in because that organization can better serve the needs of that population. So hopefully that answers that question. With regard to the- uh, before, before you go on, oh, yeah, yeah. I might add the other, I think, unique feature is is that the navigator uh is going to have an evaluation aspect to it uh, yep. uh where individuals that have, have used particular programs can provide feedback on uh did that serve their needs the quality of the program etc which will be there uh for future users to evaluate and also for the providers uh to look at and review and look for opportunities to improve their offerings well, and if I might, I think it's important to note that this this uh, resource wasn't created in a vacuum. Um, from the very beginning, 
Um, we were partnered with um, various state agencies, the governor's office, um, other partners that are working in this space. We spent several months doing uh, stakeholder reviews, focus groups, et cetera, to, to validate, is there a need for this tool? And the short answer was yes, absolutely. And the second question was, is, is the Indiana Chamber of Commerce the, the right provider to do so? And largely the answer to that question was yes as well. We talked to employers in particular. They said they typically look to their professional associations, including state local chambers of commerce, to provide guidance to them on you know, what training and related resources that they should seek out. And so uh, we've really tried to do our due diligence and making sure that we, we were actually contributing to the solution and not just um, contributing to the clutter that's already out there. Um, but you know, we've heard consistently, particularly from our members, that they really often fall into to one of two camps. Either they have very little awareness of what's out there that might be relevant to them, or they have some awareness of what's out there, but um, very little uh, clarity on how to navigate and connect it to it. And we think we're well positioned and from talking to our various stakeholders and with their encouragement to try and fill this, um, do our part to fill this, this gap with the, with the full understanding that our organization and this resource in and of itself um, are just one um, one one venue to start to chip away at this challenge, but it only works if we're working hand in glove with our partners across the state. Yeah, completely. I'll go back to the second part of the question. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, and thank you for that uh, uh, additional context. I think that was extremely helpful. With regard to the marketing, so we're, we're taking multiple fronts on that. Uh, I think we are currently working within the Indiana Chamber's uh, communications platform through BizVoice and multiple other avenues to get the word about the Navigator out. We are also going to be looking at more traditional media campaigns, whether that's through social media or uh, uh, op-eds, those types of things to get the, the message about the Navigator out there. Additionally, we're working through a lot of our partners as well. And so as Jason mentioned, we're working with the Indiana Talent Network, which is a, a convening of regional intermediaries and strategies across the state of Indiana to share what this is, to think about how the, the platform can really add to and collectively address some of their challenges that they're seeing locally. We're working very closely with the workforce development boards across the state of Indiana through NWIBA to address how um, this platform can be not only used to, to capture what's happening locally, but actually uh, be a tool that the workforce boards can utilize and really come on board as partners in the process of addressing this. And then we're also working through our other uh, chambers of commerce, local economic development partners across the state to, to make sure that they're aware of what's happening and how this platform can be utilized for the uh, employer population, but also the individual populations across the state. So with that, I don't know, Rebecca, if you have anything else you would wanna add to that. Just that we're supplementing that. We also are doing paid media campaign that's just mm -hmm. kicking off. Actually, this afternoon, we're doing digital ads from radio and print that will follow um, in a couple of weeks. So that's going to kick off and supplement some of those partnership efforts and chamber communications that Todd referred to. And soon, as uh, later this month, I believe, uh, we will be doing other demonstrations, webinars, sort of on the ins and outs and doing that um, also with some local partners as well. Does anyone else have another question? Or Leslie, did you have a follow-up? Anyone else? And there's several TV stations here. Does anyone have a question? Abdul, do you have a question? 
So you're logged in here. I guess we just did a, such a good thorough job of explaining this. <laughs> I'm sure that's it, Jason. Um, is there anything, Kevin, Jason, or Todd, that we didn't cover um, that came to mind that you would like to mention before we uh, sign off here? Not that I can think of. I'm going to put a red letter on this date that uh, is a day that Abdul was speechless. <laughs> I think we just like uh, to thank you for your time and attention and anything uh, to spread the word so we can yeah, get And Leslie did have a quick follow up oh. of how, yes, how local does it get? Yeah. Leslie, could you sort of expand on what that question was? Um, sure, sorry. Um, you had mentioned earlier that um, it combined local and state information. So are there like uh, geographic tags or how does that aspect work? Yeah, so uh, we don't use geographic tags of, as of right now. What we do use is zip codes. And so for programs that serve particular communities, we have a zip code associated with it. And within the platform, you can search within a particular radius of a zip code. So if you're looking for resources within a 25 mile radius of your home, we can pull up those that, that serve within that community. Um, we are having some very early conversations about how we might be able to, to bracket out regional capacity within that as well that are more delineated by counties. Um, so think about like the workforce uh, or Department of Workforce Development regional uh, kind of categorization, but that would be a future enhancement. Right now, we do get pretty granular though through the zip code. Final chance for any questions before we close it out. Uh, hi, my name is Adam Reyes. I'm a reporter with Indiana Public Broadcasting News. Um, I guess I just had a question about how much this talent resource navigator addresses specific um, challenges that people might have with getting into the workforce. I'm thinking about people who are parents, for example, and need childcare. Would they have to just work through the organizations that exist in the talent resource navigator? Or would they be able to find that directly through there for people that need transportation help? Um, things like that. Um, how much does the navigator itself help as opposed to you just work through the organizations within the navigator? It's a great question and something we, we've given a lot of thought about and kind of where this tool plays the, the best role. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're not a direct service provider in that capacity. So we want to make sure that we're not adding more to the clutter, but we do know at a local level who is addressing some of those challenges. And so to your point, I think the, the role of the navigator is if you don't know where to turn or you're, you're a career coach working with an individual that has this challenge, you can utilize the platform to figure out who is offering these particular services within your community, um, and we can help make the connection there. That being said, I will be transparent that uh, like transportation, childcare are two elements that we are just beginning to build within the platform right now. We envision based on feedback that we received and communication we had with local partners that that's an increasing need. And so we'll continue to build out functionality and may even create some quick search features to where you can look at those wraparound services that an individual might need at a local level. But I would say right now that they're probably going to be folded into more of the community social elements of the, the platform. Thank you. Anyone else have a question before we close? Okay, well, thank you very much for joining us and we will be sending the full press release out to all of you. You'll be available 
able to download um, logos and some screen captures of the site if you uh, need those as well. Thank you for joining us. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.